When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. back to another edition of the Michael Deacon program reporting to you live in spirit form from a very remote location I look forward to once again serve you those sounds of salvation my co-host Mike Hideous has drawn assignment this evening no guest tonight it's just us and you Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for allowing us into your hearts and into your minds. Here we are again on a night like this. It feels good to be back. And I hope you are prepared for another dose of the Michael Deacon program. As always, you too can get involved. That number is 424-666-2425. Don't be shy. It's time to speak up and let your voice be heard. Now let's waste no time and bring in my co-host, Mr. Mike Kidius. Let's kill the rain there, the thunder. Yes, let's get rid of that and bring in my co-host who is patiently waiting. Let's patch him right on through. Mike, how are you? Well, hello there, stranger. How are you, brother? It's been a while, right? It certainly has. I missed you. Likewise, I've been dreaming about you. I hope so. And what's been going on with you, Mike? Uh, I I hope you've been okay out there. Well, you know, like everybody else, uh, it's been rough. Um, fortunately, um, to my surprise, uh, I'm actually I've got my head above water, and hopefully, it will stay that way until the spring of 2021. And and by that time, I'm hoping that things will start falling into a more natural, normal procedure where people like myself can start making money again. Very nice. And before we even jumped on here, you were excited to announce something going on. What? What's the breaking news, Mike? Let us know. 
Well, um, <clears throat> I have been uh, corresponding with a friend of mine, uh, Tony, down in uh, Panama. And um, he is, well, he contacted me um, back in February or maybe March of last year or this year. I'm sorry. And uh, initially asked me if I wanted to do a tour uh, with the way things were. I had to turn him down. And then shortly after that, we kept in contact. And shortly after that, he asked me if I wanted to do a side project. So we are forming a new band called Momento Morte. And uh, and it is a combination of several different musicians from around the area. Uh, Tony's from Panama. Um, and uh, our bass player... Uh, Tom is from Florida, and then there's me. I'm not exactly sure if we have a steady drummer, but uh, yeah, Tony's playing guitar. Oh and- no, it's always the drummer, by the way. <laughs> there's always a damn story with the drummer, no matter what. <laughs> well, Tony and I are uh, the we're we're basically running the show, so to speak, and um, uh, we're we're Tony's writing the music, I'm writing the lyrics, and we're. We've already started recording. Um, well, at least they have. When he's done with the music, that music will be sent up to um, a recording studio up here in Pennsylvania, probably in Scranton. And then I will start laying down vocals. Uh, so far, we have about, I think, about three songs. Um, we're looking for at least five to do an EP. Um, it uh, It's, you know, heavy rock, hard rock, very dark Um uh, gothic overtones um and uh he just recently when you when you contacted me before when we, when we when we were on when we first hooked up on Skype I was actually listening to one of the songs he sent me that he just recorded and I'm actually quite pleased uh that the music is coming out as good as it, it is I'm I'm very happy so um yeah so if all goes well I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed that when uh, when the world stops being sick right and paranoid that uh tony wants to take me on tour he wants me to go you know europe um south america and i'm quite excited about this i really hope it all works out uh for me at least uh, with my health the way it is and um that's it so yeah we've got a new band it's called momento morte right and right away i'm already concerned with your health (laughs) why is that like if i'm a parent (laughs) which you're not (laughs) not far from it (laughs) <laughs> That's why I'm like, um, well, Mike, how's that going to work out for you? Are you a little maybe uh, worried to go through yes, with it, especially a, with a, your health? You know, I yeah, uh, that's, that's something that's I'm already right. I'm already thinking about you because, as you well know, I, I've I've been a you know I'm a recovering pa- a cancer patient, so I've had a lot of issues with my immune system as well as uh, arthritis, bursitis, tendonitis, uh, everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, from all the, the treatments that I had as a as a cancer patient, so um, they all affect you at least a decade later. And uh, my problems began twenty years ago. But all that aside, um, you know, it's been twenty years since I did a ma- a massive real tour uh, out of the country or something like that. So um, you know, it's it's a serious concern for me. Uh, I just want to be able to do well without having any problems or issues while on the road. So, you know, Tony and I talk about this and uh, we should be able to work it out. My God. Well, I hope that works out for you. You know, I know you love touring and music is actually, your life. Let, let me correct you. I actually hate touring. Oh, you touring hate touring. Is a, touring is a, a tedious thing. Um, 
especially if you have to sleep on a bus, which I can never do. Uh, it's just, it's very tiresome. And anybody that tells you they like touring is an idiot. They're lying. <laughs> so I'm sorry to interrupt you, Ed. No, I was just thinking about your health and flying around there, Mike. I'm sure you are slightly concerned with what's going on, obviously. And uh, pretty soon you're going to have to be pretty much vaccinated, my friend. Yeah. And to tell you the truth, I'm, I'm not a least, I'm not in the least bit, uh, Concern? You're not worried. Worried? Yeah. No, no, because um, it's not like uh, I'll be taking a vaccination from Bill Gates and his whacked out shit. Uh, from you know what I understand, it's the big companies like Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, and uh, I think somebody else who's or, or a couple of other people who are involved in creating those vaccines. And Gary in the chat, I, Gary in the chat room is already saying you're not going to be touring under a fake pan, uh, pandemic. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's what Gary's saying. No, 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 I'm not. And that's why we're going to wait. We want everything to settle down and be normal again so that we can play festivals in, in Europe and, uh, you know, some do some big shows down in, in South America. I think you might be and, immune to COVID by this point with all the radiation, the chemo. <laughs> it's like you sort of are uh, Chernobyl sort of um, you had this Chernobyl like upbringing already. <laughs> so this virus doesn't really mean anything for you. <laughs> well, it's a walk in the park uh, for you, Mike. That, that radiation will kill so. it. <laughs> I can only hope so. I, I really hope you're right, and that uh, I am a, to a toxic, a living, walking toxic monster. <laughs> the toxic Avenger. Yeah, not as ugly. <laughs> Great cartoon, by the way. Oh, was it? I didn't even know. Yeah, that's a cartoon. And, but yes, I've been surviving the end times, enjoying these last final days of freedom, Mike. It's almost the end of the year. I want the year to end already. Why? It's not going to make a difference once we go to 2021, really. I don't think it will. You think it's over? You lost uh, all hope. Yeah. You know, when you and I were talking the other day, I told you I, I've lost all faith in the justice system. I've lost all faith in politics. Um, particularly I've lost any respect whatsoever for the left. Uh, and, and I'm not even saying that the, it was the politicians on the left that, uh, let's face it, that cheated because there is evidence popping up left and right. And anyone who denies that is in denial themselves. So, um, I, I'm, I'm very disappointed and I'm, I'm going through a lot as, as a lot of people are. I'm, I'm upset, genuinely upset. And you know, that there are a lot of people out there that feel exactly how I do. People wanted to beat me up. Why is that? Uh, they thought I voted for uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> In my personal life, people were triggered. And and but you you weren't in any way impressed with Biden. So no, I didn't vote for Joe. Why would they think that? No clue. People are emotionally charged, as you know, Mike. Yeah, you know that. Yes, I do. So. So, Mike, we've been here together doing the show for months now, and early on we were talking about the pandemic, and I told everyone here this was a bioweapon, and I predicted various things coming up on the horizon, and many out there said that we were fear-mongering, Mike. Remember, do you remember that? Um, to some extent, we, you and I knew no more than any of the doctors that we spoke to. That's right. Or the, or the doctors that are out there, so... I don't think we were fear-mongering. I, I don't either. I think the left is fear-mongering. Right. But early on, I said that there would be these mandated vaccines and 
there would be yes. some sort of ID proving that you were vaccinated to allow right. entrance into a building or to travel. And, you know, yes. we'll get into some, some of these things here tonight and we'll come back around to this topic. But I wanted to ask you something in regards to the vaccine. You've been keeping up with it and none of that is a conspiracy theory at this point. You, you're, you're already saying you've already stated here that you're pretty much willing to take this vaccine, even though you already have all these health complications. Um, have you talked to your doctor at all about this? That's a very good question. Um, I am actually going to for a doctor's appointment this coming week. Uh, I have two different doctor's appointments who I will be seeing. Um, uh, one's a specialist who handles my case and the other one is my generic doctor. And I will be speaking to both of them about it. Right on. I mean, you're right. I have to because of my circumstances. So, yeah, I'm not anti-vaccine, by the way. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but only if it's Bill Gates. Well, any of these vaccines, I'm just not really confident in at all. And is that because they did it in such a short period of time? No, they they already had the genetic sequence to mess with this virus already very early on. Not really concerned about that. I'm just really concerned about the long-term effects, as I've always been here on this program. Even with the death rate of this virus being so low, I've always focused on the long-term effects, Mike. Right. Always the long-term. So what's going to happen with you with the vaccine if you take it a couple I'll years from now? explode. You probably, your head will explode. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, who knows? That's why when I go to the doctor this week. Hopefully he knows <clears> and he <throat> tells you be- something, right? Yeah, I will be speaking, you know, directly with them and frankly, uh, to find out what they think. And it, it is my personal opinion that I think they will tell me that it's probably a necessity to get it. Um, they, from what I understand, they've done what something like 30 or 40 or maybe even more 50,000 tests on different people who have taken it over the past several months. And from what I understand, they've had a very good success rate. So yeah, that's what they that's what they're claiming. And also the Russians have also rolled out their own vaccine and that's already yeah. been distributed. The Sputnik. Right. Would you get that vaccine? A Russian vaccine? Right. Well, I mean, if it's as good as our vaccines, then yeah, why not? I, look, uh, and bottom line is this. I, I'm I'm trying to keep a positive, open mind about this to hopefully see it work in a positive, positive manner. Um, look, man, I, I don't, I don't, I know as much as you do really. Uh, that's right. You've been here early on, you know? So yeah, I I don't really know what to expect. Truth be told. We don't really know. No one really knows what's going to happen to you after taking this a couple years from now. I'm going to try not to get, I'm going to try not to um, be vaccinated, Mike. And you know, I kind of respect that because I was listening to the radio, um, yesterday uh, well, I was driving in my car and I even heard the the talk show host saying that there are people out there who don't want to get it. And, and, and I can I can respect that because who knows, after after my doctor's appointment, I may change my mind and say, well, no, I'm, I don't want to get it until I know other people have gotten it and it's safe. Right. So I don't know, man. I really don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I just know that we are going to have another lockdown pretty soon. You I think guys it goes are already in, being locked. Yeah, down, I think it's yes. I think officially it starts tonight. The new the I, new rules apparently. I heard they want yeah they want like if somebody's in your house they want you to wear a mask. Is that R- right? Yeah, that's what uh, Gavin Newsom was talking about recently. You know what, Gavin? Eat it. Can you imagine that? No, I can't. 
I can't. That's pretty wild, but that's where we are. Yeah. That's where we're at now in uh, 2020, almost 2021. It sounds weird saying that too, by the way. Yeah. It, it, it comes like each year just comes quicker and quicker. I got to tell you, um, where I live in, in my community, we don't have garbage pickup. We have to bring our gar- our garbage to our, our local um, uh, garbage facility, waste facility. And it, it's, you know, it's not a big deal. Uh, we've been doing it for many, many years. You just basically bring your garbage to the garbage dump and you drop it in the compactor. Simple as that. And then you, you give your recycles to somebody and they throw it in their, the other compactor. So here's what I'm getting at. In the summertime around July, all right, let me set up the scenario for you. First of all, where the garbage dump is, uh, it's there's all right. So there's the garbage dump, then there's a street, and then across the street from the garbage dump is a beach where people go swimming in the lake. Now in July, they posted a bunch of signs so that when you pull into the driveway of the garbage dump, all the signs say, "quote Upon exiting your car, you must wear a face mask." Unquote. So essentially, they're telling you when you get out of the car and you're outside in the fresh air. In the summer, you have to wear a mask, okay? So keeping that in mind, 150 yards across the street at the beach would be anywhere between 25 and maybe 50 families, individuals, people swimming, no masks on. Mm. So, you know, for the first couple of months, I'd show up at this garbage dump. I'd get out of my car. I didn't put on a damn mask. First of all, I only put on a mask if I have to go inside and be respectful, and I do it begrudgingly, but I do it. And, but you know what? Don't tell me I got to wear one outside too, because I simply don't believe it's, it's that bad where I have to wear it outside, especially where I live, which is a a completely rural area. So here's where I'm going with all this. So the woman who works at the garbage dump, um, very nicely, I always talk to her and she's like, you know, dear, (laughs) nice old lady. She's like, you know, dear, you should um you should maybe wear that mask. I know you don't <laughs> like wearing it outside, but I heard they're gonna start fining people Ooh, if fine. you don't wear it. So I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I said, for months nobody said anything about the people across the street who were swimming and they weren't wearing masks. And you're telling me me, I gotta get out of my car. You must obey, in other words. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was really disturbed by that. So now I'm still defying them. When I go there, I don't wear a mask. What a rebel. So, Go ahead and find me, you assholes. What a rebel. And by the way, Mike, we do have the painted rock on display from that piece of shit (laughs) who left it on your front yard there. The all cops are bastards, yes. (laughs) A strange, very strange thing happened to me today. Uh Uh-oh. As I was leaving my house, a group of teenagers were walking up the street. I say teenagers. I'm just screwing around. They were probably – they could have been teenagers. I don't know. I can't tell anymore. Um, But about – looked about like eight or ten of them. They were all friends. They're all together and they're walking up the street. And uh, they looked – they had to be no younger than 18 to 24. And as they're walking by, all of them, mind you – now, mind you, I'm, I'm coming out of the door. I'm getting ready to go down down my stairs and into the into the car. So as I come out of the door, they're all looking at me and they're laughing and stuff. And I got to tell you, for just a moment, more than a moment, I really felt that these were the people that may have been the ones. Ooh who left that rock on my property. The suspect, or yeah. suspects, rather. I can't prove it, of course, but, you know, just the way they were looking and all giggly and stuff, it really made me think. I'm like, hmm. Got you wondering, huh? Yeah. Wow. 
Well, so. Mike, um, you know, I want to continue this story, but we are joined by another caller right now. Right um, let's take their call before we get right back into the uh, painted rock situation. Always a, a fun time. Uh, caller, you are live on the air. How's it going? Good, good. Hey, Michael. Big fan. <laughs> How you doing? That, that's my guitar player, Tony. Oh, that's Tony. I am good. <laughs> I am very Hello, well. Tony. I just want to... I'm 100% American. I don't know what Michael, Mike, hideous is talking about. I am down in Panama because I'm stuck with the, uh, with the virus, the fake Chinese flu, and, uh, I'm having huge problems coming back home. But you're yeah, sick with the flu, is that and, you... and I know Mike from 20, from November of last year. I don't, I don't know why he brought up February, but other than that, I think it's, being stuck at home, you know, I've been, you know, right, right. So here since March, you've been stuck in Panama since March. Is that what you're telling me? It, it's been hell. You know, we were working with the U.S. Embassy and, uh, you know, also, yeah, my mother is from here and that's the reason why I was down here. She passed away from COVID. Oh my. And, uh, or at least that's what they said. Uh, it looked more like a bronchitis, you know, uh, but. They're blaming everything on COVID everywhere. So, yeah, so you don't believe yeah. your mom actually passed from COVID. You think it was something else? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. I don't okay. think it was COVID at all. I mean, it, it looked like a flu. She was she was 75, uh, and they told me she was sick. So, you know, I've been coming forward. I go back and forward, and, uh, you know, it, it was like a couple of weeks, and she was gone. But, uh they say, I mean, she was, she was full. Her, her lungs were full of fluid. So, you know, uh, they say one thing. They say, Hey, the lungs, uh, you can, you can't breathe anymore. But I, re- I mean, I'm not a doctor, but why, well, you know, I, I really do believe. Yes. I think that, we figured uh, that one out a moment ago. Yes. You're not a doctor. <laughs> I can't, uh, <laughs> I I just can't believe that so many people are getting sick so fast, uh, and some of them don't have any symptoms at all. That's yeah, I'm with you on that one. It is a little odd that it's very odd. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't disagree Uh, with you on that. Just uh, Michael, I don't want to take too much of your time, but uh, I'm a big fan. Like I said, Michael, Mike, Katie has got me into your show. This is great. And I got more people, more Americans, retired, and other people got on your show down here, too. But going back to that subject, uh, a police officer from here, a local high-level police officer, told me that they need to test a certain amount of people and that the test kits are already predetermined to say whether you're infected or not. Faulty tests, in other words, yeah. Yeah, they're testing about mm-hmm. 10,000 people a day. There's 3 million people, that, well, 2 million people that live in Panama City. Uh, and they're getting 4,000 to 5,000 infections a day. That's wild. Uh, wow. and they, they, he told me they need to have that number to get people into hospitals and get, you know, it's like a, it's like a new cycle of buying government buying medicines and vaccines and we're talking it's like a money making machine base i don't know i don't know i don't even know how to explain it but it's crazy it's a conspiracy for sure well it it does seem that way as mike just mentioned in in my ear here you were very quiet when you said that mike but you're right it is 
Very odd, and yeah. it's going to be like an annual flu shot, in my opinion, the way they want uh, to vaccinate everyone, really. It's going to be an annual shot, I'm, I'm pretty sure. It, it, that's what they want to do, and that's what they said here. And the thing is that the flu vaccine is, is only 50% effective to begin with. I'm so glad you said that. A lot so, of people don't even know that, and that all vaccines are only 50% effective. Right. Now, they're talking about this new vaccine being 94.5% effective. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Exactly. They still don't know. They're just throwing out their numbers so they can start well, selling. Well, if I may interrupt, that. actually, I think the correct number, the percentage was 96 or 98% with a couple numbers like, you know, 98 point something, something. But that's what I heard. The success rate is is in the high 90s. Well. I don't know how that would work, Mike. I, I honestly, even if it's in the high 90s, honestly, I, I have two family members that were, uh, that show that they were tested, uh, for COVID. They have the COVID and they didn't have any symptoms at all. So I don't know. They're asymptomatic or something. I have no idea. My goodness. But, uh, but yeah, down here, things are tough. Traveling around the world, uh, you know, I play in different bands. Name some of the bands, hard. Tony. Tell everybody some of the bands that you've worked with. Help Ministry, KFMDM, uh, Puddle of Mud, uh, uh, Oil, and uh, some others that I just can't mention. I mean, a Great White, Jack Russell. Uh, so I go into the industrial side of the music and golf. You know, if somebody tells me, hey, you need to start playing classic rock, I'll do it. I mean, that's not a problem. Very cool. Very this is cool. my full-time gig. So, and it's we do cool. have a drummer, Mike. By the way, his name is Danny Six. <laughs> he, he texted me, and he was really like, "Hey, he just said that he checked you there." Drummer, <laughs> he checked you so there, Mike. I'm sorry. To, what's his name? Everybody's Danny? listening to your show, Mike. Michael, say Tony. What did you say? His yeah. name is Danny. Danny Six. Okay, my apologies, Danny. <laughs> Tony didn't tell me that. <laughs> well, I've been trying. I will, you know. I, I've been busy, but I know it's I all right. I'm just busting you your chops, but my apologies to Dan. No problem. He's gonna hit you I with the uh, drumstick there, Mike. <laughs> He's gonna beat my head. He's in. gonna throw a drumstick <laughs> at you while you're singing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, well, yeah. We, so Tony's been, Tony's been playing. For, say again. No, no. Go ahead. Uh, all I was gonna say is that you've been playing for quite some time. You've been around. You've you've uh, played with some significantly significantly uh, important uh, uh, rock bands, and uh, yeah. So I'm I'm real happy to be doing this project with Tony, and he's talented. And uh, my Michael, uh, Mr. Michael uh, Deacon, don't worry about his traveling and everything. We're going to make sure that the Chinese flu is completely gone and over. Okay, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, you bring him home. <laughs> yes, you, you bring him home in one piece for us, yes. <laughs> Our dad and mom. <laughs> before, before we start planning any touring, but hopefully late 21, we can go to Europe. September. Shit, well, I don't, I don't know, man. You know, I, I, I like you guys. You know, you guys are doing your band thing. I appreciate that. Respect that. But man, with this pandemic going on, that's a, a real fork in the road for you boys. It's not just it for us, for everybody. So many for bands everyone. canceled. Right. So many bands canceled their tours this year. Uh, I mean, everybody's sort of on hold. A lot of bands were doing this virtual stuff. Uh, 
playing uh, these pay like internet pay gigs. Um, so yeah, it's it's messed up through and through. You guys are gonna have to do a world tour on Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think we're we're one of those few bands that are never gonna do anything that wasn't meant to feel live, you know, like in person. So to me, doing those pay per view over the internet thing, it's whack. That's for somebody. That's for somebody else. Maybe that that was in my generation. I'm I'm forty, so I'm a little bit younger than Michael, but than Mike uh, hideous, but. Uh, I'm, we're not going to do anything online or all anything right, all like right. that. Nice. So, okay, I hear you. But uh, I'm a big fan, and I want to thank you for, for letting me just uh, clarify some things that were said earlier. You got and, it. We, uh, we, yes, we all apologize to the drummer. We are very sorry. We don't want him to beat up Mike. <laughs> we apologize. And we also have our bass player, Tom. Oh, Tom, They're yes. Both from Florida. Respect Tom. You know, Tom he's out there. Good guy, I'm sure. Yeah. What What's Tom's band? Uh, October Noor. Right, October Noor. They're uh, really, really talented. They're really talented, and if you are into like typo negative, uh, like the Tom sounds just like Peter Steele, and uh, nice. Like I talked to him on the phone, and it's crazy. I, I get confused sometimes, but <laughs> he's a great band. He sounds just like him when you talk to him, but uh, I don't want to. I don't want to get him upset, but he he does sound like Peter Steele when you talk to him. All right, my friend. Well, I do want to thank you for calling in with that report there. I will call in more often. Yes, call uh, in. When yes. Uh, I have the number now, and you want to talk conspiracies, things that happen in the Panama Canal, still there are stuff that is going on right now <laughs> that we see. Okay. I'd love that. Through, we can talk about it. Yes, sir. No problem. Yes, call back we again. inside scoop. All right. All right, Tony. Thank you. Thank Mr. you for Mike. calling, man. Right, I'll talk Mike. to you soon. Take Great care, work on those songs. Thank you, brother. Take care. All right. Bye. Take care. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was an excellent call. Really appreciate that one. That was awesome. That was fun to talk to them. Talk to your band there. I'm glad they are listening in. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. Tony's been listening for a while. Ever, you know, pretty much almost. I guess almost all my shows that we did together with you know me and you. Nice. And, and I, I hear the bird. He's awake. He's awake. I also got two new ones last night. Oh, Mike, you got two new birds. I got two parakeets. Uh, really? Somebody, yeah. Somebody was um, looking for a home for these two parakeets. And um, I have been looking for two parakeets to befriend my one parallette, which has been very lonely since her mate died. So, uh, yeah, so I, I got this nice cage. I got, I got them all in one cage now. So I'm happy. Very nice. Very nice. And now I'm just looking at the image of the painted rock again, Mike. Yes. It's right in my face. Brilliant. Yes. And everyone in the chat can see it too. And, uh, so yeah, I was a painted rock, <laughs> the, the painted rock, the infamous painted rock that these little bastards left on your door or, uh, your door here. Front lawn, rather. Yeah, right at the end of my driveway. Well, I'm glad you took a picture of that. It's going to be, um, it's going to live on for forever, rather. Infinity. <laughs> yes, it's a the, the glorious painted rock for all to see. So bastards. Right. So, Mike, I, I got to ask you, and I, I want to get this out of the way here. We have to get serious here, Mike. All right. All right, let's get serious here. Mike, you know, we, we talk lots of conspiracy theories here on the program, but to drive it home here, Mike, and let, I want to do it early. 
let's just get this out of the way. All right. Since I started doing this show years ago, Mike, I have heard almost every conspiracy theory you can imagine. Right. And I know since you've been here, we both have heard our dear friend Jim Fetzer mention Michelle Obama being <laughs> a man. And Jim isn't yes. the only one. He's not the only one who truly believes that. I got to tell you, I agree with him on that notion. <laughs> and Mike, I, re I recall years ago, people were saying, were saying the same thing, but... Once and for all, do you really believe Michelle Obama is actual, actually Michael Obama? I'll tell, I'll put it to you this way, Michael. I don't not believe not a man. <laughs> well, that's a good way of putting it too. That <laughs> makes sense. I don't not believe she's a not, she's not a man. That, that's, I'll put it to you that way. I'm not saying she is, but I don't not believe or is. You know how many emails I get about that? Enough, I would imagine. I have no idea why that would be a topic of discussion for anyone out there, but that seems to be a question that gets brought up all the time here. Are people angry about it, or are they like no. criticizing you about it? No, not at all. They're they're very serious. I think I'm not sure if they're trolling or not, but that that's the question that gets asked all the time. Well, you know, just look at Mrs. Hussein, the Queen, and uh, just take a good look at her. Look at those shoulders. Look at that uh, hard face of hers. What can I say? I'm not a fan. I think it's a woman. You may be right. Um, I think it's just, you know? a, yeah, it's just a very maybe unfortunate looking woman slightly. <laughs> I'm not really sure it's a, a guy per se, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I, I, who really knows? Who really knows? I mean, for a while, people were saying that Joe Biden actually wore Depends. Yeah, whatever. I don't believe you know that. What? I don't believe that at all, though. Look, first of all, I mean, it's hard for me to even get into a topic about Biden because I'm so prejudiced against him. You don't like Joe Biden? No. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, I think he is the biggest fraud. Like, I listen to him speak, and I'm like, first of all, I'm like, what are you talking about? You sound like a moron. And secondly, like, like the words that come out of his mouth are nonsense. And on top of that, let me just officially say, F you, the media. Okay, because the questions that they ask him compared to what they have been doing for the last four years, the president of the United States, Donald Trump, the questions that they ask Biden are pathetic. And that's that. Pathetic. In my opinion, yeah. I think wait, the, wait, the wait, media. Wait, 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 you're getting nervous, man. Calm down. It's okay. He's an idiot. Are you afraid of totally Are you afraid of Joe Biden? Is that what you're telling me here? Afraid of him? No, he's a loser. It's not him who look, just yesterday or was it the day before? He 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 did a uh a press release. Uh, oh yeah, uh, an interview, right? Yeah. yeah I, and he mm -hmm. said, did you hear what he said? Something like uh I I can't remember exactly how he 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 said it, but to the to the effect that He's not going to finish this term, and and communist Harris is going to take his place. Well, Mike, that's not even Joe Biden, according to our friend Jim Fetzer. That's a clone. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. I I, I can't even. You don't believe that one, though. <laughs> that's a conspiracy theory you don't subscribe to. I I don't know. Does anybody know what's going on with the boot? I keep hearing things about the boot. The that, boot. You know, it, yeah. Uh, the yeah. Boot. He's, he's wearing this boot. Apparently, there's. Somebody's been saying, or people are saying that other people have worn the boot, like uh, Clinton uh, and a few other people. And 
that there's something to do with the boot. I don't know. It's like it's wired or something. I don't know. I I just keep it. If anybody knows what I'm talking about uh, or trying to talk about, because I really don't know what, what, what it is that they were saying. Yeah, if call anybody in. has that answer, please call in. Yeah, call in or leave it in the chat. I will read it out loud and we will get through this one together like the good old days. And uh, remember to call in if, if, if you'd like. If you're not too scared, the number is 424-666-2425. That's a pretty snappy number, right? It is. It's pretty, it's, I think it's pretty appropriate. <laughs> I think it's a great number. It's a number that yeah. you will never forget. That's true. Oh, sorry. Right. So yes, if anyone knows anything about the boot, follow Lilith there. That number is on the screen. 424-666-2425 if you have a lead. If not, forever hold your peace. But yes, Mike, um, the whole boot thing has been a, I guess, a speculation for lots of people online. They've been wondering what's up with the boot. Some have been saying maybe it's an ankle monitor. That's another sort of um, conspiracy. And that's what I think uh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to you say. Think that's a, that's you, think, you think he's wearing a, an ankle monitor? Well, when you say monitor, what exactly do you mean? Like, what's your definition of monitor? Well, maybe something to do with like, um, I don't know, like a, like a something to do with a being maybe in trouble somehow. Uh, oh, oh, with the Are law. You serious? Is that, is Who that knows? what they're saying? I, I don't know what. That's what some people were speculating. Because I heard the same thing. I and, don't believe I, that for a minute, though. I mean, uh, neither do so I. So much shit no gets said online and. So many people say things to me, it's just ridiculous at this point. Yeah. Well, I don't know. All I know is that uh, I'm I'm just just disgusted with how this this election has been stolen. Um, and let's face it, people, this election was stolen. I don't care what it you was say. stolen, Mike. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and I'll tell you this: these Republicans, they better get their friggin' act together because. You know, it's it's amazing how the left and the politics in the left, they fight the way they do and they stick together. Yet these damn Republicans, they don't have a set on them at all, Michael. They are useless. They are they're 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 like completely in their inability to to confront these things and 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 really work hard to get get the work, get the job done. It's unbelievable. Like they're already saying, like these Republicans are already saying, oh, you know, let's look forward. Let's get through this now and let's get, you know, let's uh, move forward and stop complaining about the election. What? what? Are you what? are you referring to Mitt Romney? He's been yeah, very vocal well, lately. You know what? F Mitt Romney. OK, because he's he's another moron. I'm talking about the other Republicans. Which one? I, I, well, just mo mostly all of them, not not the ones that are directly affiliated with Trump's administration. Because let's let's face it, they've done a hell of a job, in my personal opinion. Uh, they've done a lot. They've done more than any other Republican, I think. Uh, you know, personally speaking, and uh, frankly, I think uh, they. It, I'm just so tired of seeing these these Democrats get away with the murder that they do. And and the Republicans, they just, uh, okay, all right. So it's like a bunch of old men. Have you lost hope for democracy, Mike? Completely, yes. It's I over. Have. You're not going to vote again. And I'm not even kidding when I say that. I've lost all hope in democracy. I've lost all hope in, uh, in the justice system of this country because I can – you know – 
if if indeed corpse biden gets in the seat of the white house you know for a fact that everything that was been done for the last four years uh including these lawsuits and and the investigations to all the people who spied on trump as a candidate and as a president that's going to go out the window the hillary clinton thing is going to go out the window the the uh hunter biden computer out the window the bribery with Biden and Ukraine out the window. The money that was taken by jo- uh, Hunter Biden from Russia by the mayor of uh, Moscow out out the window. All of it's going to be deleted. They're just not going to. Do- and on top of that, there's a possibility that who knows what they're going to do with the wall that they've built. But I'll tell you one thing: immigra- uh, illegal immigration has ceased by a huge percentage. And I wonder why that is. Oh, that's right, a wall. So I'm just I'm really I'm disgusted, Michael. And I say that in all seriousness, I'm not kidding. I'm I've had it. And I almost feel like I would never vote again. I really do. And I've told you this as well. If I had the money, if I had the money right now, I swear to you, I would get up and I'd leave this country. I would move to New Zealand. You would move to Panama. <laughs> well, no. I'd move to New Zealand. New Zealand. That's yes. a nice place to be. Well, there's hobbits there, and I want to go see hobbits and Lord of the Rings there. Yeah, that's where they film Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, well, actually, they live there. Those, those, those. Are- oh, they okay. They live there. I'm sorry. Yeah, the hobbits. That's live true. There. That's true. And by the way, Mike, speaking of which, uh, speaking of which, Mike, I wish I had this video up for you, for you can actually get the visual aspect of it. But Rudy Giuliani, he had his star witness recently go up there and make her claims of a fraud during the two-day hearing in Michigan, right. and that was by Melissa Carone, I believe. She worked as a contractor for the Dominion Voting System, and uh, during this sort of hearing, even Rudy Giuliani sort of had a, he had to like grab her and tell her to quiet down, because she got pretty combative, I guess. Really? Right. She like sound- angry? Yeah, she sounds pretty angry, pretty fed up, but um, the internet has been, you know, Going at her pretty hard, making fun of her. But, oh, you know, you could tell she's kind of like on something or might have taken something at some time. Um, I, I've heard many women like that at, at Starbucks. You know, the women with the <laughs> Xanax problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she <laughs> she sort of strikes me as that type. And I'm not judging her. You know, some people are, are stuck into that. I, I'm not judging at all. But uh, this is what our friend Melissa Carone was saying. Hopefully we get that audio here running. Uh, for us to hear, Mike. Election, I will say it. They took these Democrats took every avenue possible to commit fraud in this election. And what I saw on the third and fourth was over twenty counts of fraud being got, taken place in front of my face. How many ballots would you estimate in front of you that you observed were counted multiple times in the machine? Can you put a number to it? An estimated number. At least, at least thirty thousand. At least thirty thousand. The the poll book, the poll book is completely off. Completely off. Off that thirty thousand. I'd say that poll book is off by over a hundred thousand. That poll book. Why don't you look at the registered voters on there? How many registered voters are on there? Did you do you even know the answer to that? No, I guess I'm trying to get to the bottom of this here. Zero. There's zero. So (laughs) my question then. Is if the yes? How many? Wait. What about what about how what what about about the turnout rate? A hundred and twenty percent. And at that point, that's where Rudy is like reaching towards her and sort of tapping the desk. Yeah. To get her to sort of relax there, you know. Well, can you blame her? All right, here we go, Mike. I'm not done. I mean, we're not done with the clip yet. 
Yeah, let's go. Let's Listen go. to this, Mike. What's that? Let's uh, let's let Representative Johnson ask his question. <laughs> so the poll book number. There, there's two things that could happen here. Either the poll book number, if ballots were caught multiple multiple times, there, there's two options. Option number one is that the poll book numbers are not going to match. They the, don't. The actual. Not by thousands and thousands of votes. That's not what we see right now. You that, take a look again. One. Take a look again. Option number two is that they essentially were were filling in names of people who didn't vote. That, Dead that, people too. So is that? Let's I guess, let is that Representative Johnson ask his question, and then when I he's thought that done, was his okay. well, I guess that, that's uh, well, my my question here is why we're not seeing the poll book off by thirty thousand votes. That that's not the. What case. did you guys do? Take it and uh, do something crazy to it. <laughs> She kind of sounds like she she's on something there, Mike. I think she's very energetic, but she uh, is and, pissed, and passionate. Though. Yes. Well, maybe there's a combination of all those things. Yeah, has to be. Has to be. Yeah, I'm I just saying the numbers are not off by thirty thousand votes. So I know what are you I saw. That they're filling in. I know what I saw, and I signed something saying that if I'm wrong, I can go to prison. Okay. Did you? Okay, we're, no shit. I think I'm just trying I, to ask you a, a me, legitimate uh, question here. Yeah, let's let Representative Johnson ask his question, and then don't interrupt him. And then, okay. and then, if you want to close out and everything, Mike, it, yeah. did you have more representative? I guess I just want to keep following back up with the poll book. So, are we saying that the poll book is either wildly off, or that they are that they are off. filling in names? It's wildly off, and dead people oh. voted, and uh, illegals voted. And there she goes. That was our friend Melissa. Give her a round of applause. Absolutely. And uh, Mike, I believe we are joined by another caller here. They were patiently waiting. Caller, you are alive out there, I hope. Uh, what was that? It was me. Can you hear me? Yeah, you were very low, though. It, it sounded like you um, have been smoking your entire life. <laughs> I have been. Thank you. I do that. Like, Tracy Lord has nothing on me. Have you been smoking it's cigarettes your entire been. life? Yeah, pretty much. I'm, I'm certain that. I, I grew up with allergies. I just really? wanted to call in and just tell you how essential you've been to me. I love both of you Michael people. You love both of us Michael people. Yeah. Love that. Well, we appreciate that. Thanks. And we, we love you too. Thanks. Yeah. How you been? Thanks. thanks. Um, how have I been? I, I am being still, and that's great. I really would like to someday maybe sit and talk to you and tell people how to be more essential. Because I've just decided that people are not as essential as they might think they are. By the way, yeah, by the way, um, for those that don't know, this is the caller I was trying to set up with Mike Hideous. Oh, you're trying to, like, hook me up with him? Yeah, I was trying my hardest to get, get him to go out there. <laughs> to Wimberley, Texas? Yeah, out there to Texas. You guys could hook up and, you know, quarantine together. I'm not DTF. Quarantine I'm not DTF. Together. I'm not DTF. I like, I like. I like that he's rock and roll. I'm rock and roll too. Well, Mike, I'm you know, he, he's there for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not here for a good time or a long time. I'm just there. You're just there. Yeah, and Melissa. Pardon me, Melissa. Right. Melissa. It's Melissa Dress. I just like when my mail comes to me where it says, you know, Miss Dress. Love that. in my spare time. The other cider actually wants to hook up with you, by the way. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. And it's hot. Well, you're in Texas, and you know you are single and ready to mingle. Oh, really? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Don't tell people that. I'm really not. I have a compound. I live in a house in a golf course, and people don't deal with me like that. Nobody's gonna have chicken too close to me. They've got mice. Amazing mice. <laughs> the hideous one. He has birds. They have mice. See, Mike, that's a good catch there for you. What's that? Th this woman here, our our friend. 
Melissa. Thank you. Thanks, Cupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? I mean, she's single, you're exactly. single, you breathe the air, she, she breathes in there. <laughs> What's there she not to like? Food, she, I eat yeah, food. Yeah, she likes food. Do you like food? You know, you guys can fall in love. I grill, I grill. <laughs> right. I can get binge or turn dirt. Right. So, Melissa, I'm glad you have called. I'm glad to know you are not dead and the pandemic has not affected your life whatsoever. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. I'm glad you are alive and well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah thanks. I'm, I'm ready to beat Democrats for like, you know, half off the price of what I normally charge. Did you just say you're going to beat up Democrats? I'll beat up Democrats. I'll beat up Republicans. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness! Violent, <laughs> violent. It's not violent. Melissa, no form of classy. Keep it classy no. tonight, Melissa. We have to keep it classy. There you go. I have a onesie. It's a classy onesie. See, Mike. There you go. She's already um ready to go for you there. Oh, is that the sign? <laughs> I missed it. Sorry. She's in a onesie. She's rigged and ready. She's in a onesie. Is that what she said? <laughs> I believe so. I wear onesies all the time. It's just so simple. Yeah. It's like, I don't have to worry about if my top matches my bottom. It's just a one-piece suit. My goodness. Yeah. Well, Melissa, I, you know, before we let you go, I, I did want to ask you some other questions, but, you know, I think those are a little bit too personal to be asking you, to be honest. But okay. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> Yeah, let, let's let's yeah. not go there. Let's not go there. Melissa, is there anything else you'd like to add before we cut you loose here? I just want to tell you how fucking fun me if that was bad. Just how essential you have been to me. I appreciate you so, so, so very much. We appreciate everyone out there, including you, Melissa. I'm so glad you are live and rocking and rolling and not afraid of COVID whatsoever. And not dead. Um, and not dead. No, not really. It's the flu. Yeah, you're not afraid of the the uh, China flu. Well, it's the China flu. It, you know, it's always a flu. It's only the flu. It's always the flu. It's silly to me. I, I, my dad's a doctor, so it's just different. It's like he go, he went to the hospital the other day, and um, so it was different. So my mom, she visited him 24-7. It wasn't at the regular hospital because he trains people. He's like, you know, gross anatomy 101. And so my mom just would wear a little bracelet thing and she can go in anytime she wanted to because he did not like the food. He need to be particular, more particular. What a picky man he was. He's still that man. He's still, yeah, he's, he's picky very picky. Yeah. So, Melissa, thank you so much. We will talk to you very soon. Thank, thank you, Melissa. You. Thanks Love for you. checking in. Love that. Mwah. Yes, we appreciate that. Yes. And there she goes. She Bye She now. gave us a kiss there. And that was Melissa. I still think you should go out there, Mike. She does have the hots for you. Oh, does she? Yeah. She's told me. Is <laughs> she now? She wants you to go out there. Okay. I see nothing wrong with that. But yes, Mike, um, so much to uh, get into here tonight. We, we still have much more to discuss here between us. We do indeed. Yes, Mike. And of course, uh, just to finish up with the whole conspiracy angle, almost done, Mike, almost done. You don't believe yep. the earth is flat, right? Um, no. Okay, good. <laughs> I was just curious. Just curious. No, nope. That was the litmus test for, for me. Okay, good. Just making sure everything is uh, working uh, upstairs there for you. It should be. Okay. I'm glad we got that out of the way. We can move forward here. Good, good. That was a dark, pressing matter in my mind. So tonight, was we, we made some progress tonight. We made progress. Good, good. good. <laughs> 
Yes. So hello and greetings, first time listeners out there. I hope you have been enjoying your stay here. The show is better than a fatal accident. And of course, we still have a plethora of topics here to, to uh, discuss, ranging from uh, politics to entertainment. That is a great line. This is better than a fatal accident. It really is. I'm not lying. We're not lying here. But yes, we leave no stone unturned for better or for worse. And uh, now we um, will get a little bit uh, funnier here. Uh, Mike, we had a pretty amusing conversation earlier this week about uh, smoking crack. (laughs) Yes, we did. As a matter of fact. (laughs) Yes. And I thought this was a pretty appropriate time to be talking about uh, crack cocaine. So, yes. you know, I always thought cocaine was was much more addicting. You know, I even mentioned it to my dad. I said, hey, dad, um, is smoking crack really that good? And, of course, he looked at me and laughed, and he said, Michael, yes, of course. <laughs> but he looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? He's like, no shit, Michael, of course. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. He he really looked at me like, like if I was an idiot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm surprised. But, yeah, uh, man, I, I asked him. Yeah, I really did. But yes, I'm uh, surprised you didn't know this. I mean, this has been ongoing since the what was it? The mid 80s when crack was invented. I mean, I've snorted cocaine, but I never smoked crack, though. Well, don't don't do it because I'm not going to. It's highly addictive. I'm not going to do that. That's for sure. Because it's so great. (laughs) I know you you were into it for some reason. No, no. You weren't into it at all. No. Ever. Well, evidently, there are many high-level functioning crackheads in this world, uh, many politicians that we know of, and yeah. it's not exactly out of the realm of possibilities. I mean, look at our friend, um, let's say, businessman and politician Rob Ford from Canada. Right, right. That dude I, was I pretty high-level, right? Wasn't he like a mayor or something? Exactly. He was a mayor uh, in Canada out there, and he he's way up there in the ranks, and our man was out there smoking crack. Yeah, and he was getting it from like the seediest characters in like the ghetto. Like, Bingo, right? Band was like he kept it real. He kept it real. Kept it real, and uh, yeah. So, uh, but there's been a lot of people. Look at look at the Whitney Houston. Her and uh, what what was her husband's name? Uh, Bobby. Um, Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown, right? Yes, they were highly hooked on crack. Uh, the guy who played Iron Man uh, in the movie. He was hooked on crack. Uh, 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 Morton, uh, Morgan uh, Freeman. I was gonna say Morton Downey Jr. It's uh, Robert Downey. Robert Jr. Downey Jr. <laughs> Morton Downey. Jr. I said Morgan Freeman. He, he's smoking crack. <laughs> um, oh, that would have been weird because I remember seeing him on Sesame Street when I was a boy. Uh, but yeah, the, so there have been some people that have been that have used it. Uh, my one of my recollections from the eighties was uh, Robert Downey Jr. and he actually did a movie called. Less than zero, which was a great movie, by the way. Uh, where I don't they think show, I've seen that, by the way. Oh, you never saw it? Great no. movie. Now I'm going to have to. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, as, as a matter of fact, I know Glenn Danzig did several songs to the soundtrack, uh, written with Roy Orbison. In fact, he even wrote a song for Johnny Cash that did uh, something, and he wrote a song for Roy Orbison. Um, all that aside. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. plays the part of a, an addicted crack user and things that he goes through. The thing with crack and coke is that they can eventually affect your heart in such a way that you can end up dying uh, of heart failure. Oh, my. Uh, point, point in case, uh, Peter Steele. Uh, Peter had been doing coke for years, at, and he even told me he had a $400 a day habit. 
And that's pretty uh, heavy, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And well, you know, in the music business, it's all over the place. Yeah, you go hard everywhere. And the sad thing is, this poor guy, he finally gets over using coke and drinking, and then six months later has a heart attack and dies as a result of it. So it's really a messed up drug as good as it is it's a messed up drug it's a good drug but it will kill you no doubt and of course yeah. former president obama also dabbled in cocaine not sure if he ever smoked crack however but uh, george bush also another man who enjoyed his white lines no doubt no doubt i think the even anything mm, go ahead sorry i was just gonna say I, you know the clinton line is uh Ooh, i, was I gonna... smoked marijuana but yeah. i never inhaled so <laughs> if 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 obama did it did he actually i did cocaine but i never snorted it that's funny. I was going to say, um, Bill, most likely, he probably smoked crack. Bill did everything. Come on. Bill, um, look, I can't make accusations where I don't know, but based on the, the body count that we all kind of believe that they, that the Clintons have, I wouldn't doubt in my mind that there was something going on. Look, look at the, look at the, 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 the what was it? The, when they were dropping drugs, this in particularly cocaine, uh, in what was it in Kentucky, where those those two kids were killed as a result of stumbling upon the the uh, the cocaine that was dropped on the railroad tracks, they end up getting killed. The Clintons right. were behind that. Yeah, so the Clintons and the um, cocaine uh, airport out there in Mena, Arkansas. It was okay, little, Arkansas. I said their Kentucky. Own, at their own little private runway there, and yes. Lots of troublesome news that come out of the Clintons if you dig around, no doubt. I mean, we could spend like an hour just talking about that family, but of course, you don't have enough time for that. But yes, I really do think Bill most likely smoked crack a time or two. I mean, if I was married to Hillary, I definitely would be smoking crack on the regular. <laughs> Injecting dope right into my eye. <laughs> I'd be doing something, that's for sure. I think I'd be sober around that. Hell yeah. You think, you, you, think you could actually you be sober around Hillary? Oh, could you imagine? Just, oh my gosh. Who could do that? She is, uh, what a hateful woman. Well, Mike, speaking of crackheads, just the other day I found an article and audio clip of our, of our, of a, of a, of a, of a, of our friend <laughs> Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell. I was why smoking is crack name, right now. Why is that name not registering with me? Who That's is that? Mike Lindell, the, the founder of My Pillow. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. He's that a recovering guy. Yes. Crack user. He's a former crackhead and all around drug yeah. fiend. Right. He did, he did very well for himself. That's right. He turned his life around. And I know we, you know, we sort of go at him ever so slightly. We poke fun of him here on the program. But, you know, I respect the guy's hustle, no doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I, you know, the guy is, he's done great for himself. So, yeah, I'm happy for him. And some people actually say my pillow sucks. <laughs> some people don't like it. They say it's kind of a ripoff. Oh. Uh, and it's just an inferior product, that the pillows, you know, all hype. Oh, I see. Oh, it's yeah. shit, in other words. <laughs> my shit pillow. It's a shit, yeah, my shit pillow. My shit pillow. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, my pillow founder, Mike Lindell, claimed President Trump would continue to serve as president for the next four years. And I believe we have audio of that somewhere around here, Mike. We um, all, you know what? Mm, you ahead. don't even have to play it because we all did. We all thought of it. We really did. And, 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 and the, the, the rallies supported that theory. There is no mathematical way that Biden got more votes than King Hussein. There's just no way. It's pretty, um, pretty wild, right? 
Come I, on, I can't Michael. even believe it. <laughs> you could agree with me. <clears throat> well, it's a little you know, fishy. Uh, you know, I'm all about a fair election, but I've exactly. always been under the notion that none of these elections have ever been fair. On, on top of that, I mean, look at all the proof, all the video footage and, and the, the, the stuff about this fraud. Ballots being stolen, ballots being burnt, ballots being uh, 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 printed in counterfeit. Um, dead people voting, uh, pets voting. I mean, it's coming up left and right. How can anyone deny this? It's impossible to deny. And if you do, you're, you're, you're walking around with your eyes closed. Right. And go ahead, Mike. Yeah. I was just going to say, you know, as well as I do, based on what everybody saw the night they went to sleep on election night, Trump was in the lead. And then all of a sudden, all these ballots start showing up miraculously all for Biden. That's just not mathematically possible. It's just not. And Mike, here is a clip, not of our friend Mike Lindell, stating that quote there. This is from a a different interview. I thought we could listen to this for a few moments here before we carry on. I've never heard it. I don't know if it's good or not, but let's just uh, throw caution into the wind here and hope for the best, right? Right That's what we do every night, right? Um, yeah. And <laughs> we throw caution to the wind and we just... Fingers crossed. <laughs> right. We just let it fall wherever. Here we go. A good friend. He's even been the host of the show. A superb, superb sponsor. He is the man who invented the best pillow known to mankind. He is... That's fake news. Who, who is that guy? This is some guy I've, I've only heard once, and he's not bad. I don't think he's the the most terrible host in the world, but... Um, yeah, let, let me just keep playing this for you, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Lindell. Mike, are you there? Mike Lindell. I am here. Is it true that you are, you, you- I might have to start saying his name that way now. Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell. <laughs> here we go. You never sleep anymore. You've dedicated yourself to, to saving this country and you are actually Skyping in from an airport. Is that in fact true? Every part except for not sleeping anymore. I get very little sleep, but when I get it, it's quality. <laughs> it's quality. I think, I think I know why. I think I know why. It's it's crack. I have to, let me, before we get serious, <laughs> how, how many of my pillows have you sold now? It's, I believe it's 52 million. <laughs> wow. 52 million. God Guys, damn, if that, if that isn't reason enough to buy it for everybody you know, I don't know what is. He's killing it with the pillows, though, Mike. Everybody yeah. on the team are guests. It is that good. The president loves them. And he, I think we caused a bit of trouble for Mike because he can't make enough of them. The, the massive deal you gave 60% off, not 69.98, 29.98 for, for my pillow pillow is just, you're going crazy and good things too, because you'll never sleep as well. If you don't, mypillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A. Do it now. It's Christmas time. Do it. 800-829-8468. That's 800-829-8468. Mypillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A. Okay. Now we pay the bills. The lights are not going to go off. Let's talk. What, what, what are you doing? Tell us your crazy travel schedule right now, Mike. I'm going to be, I believe, uh, 14 states in the next eight days to be off. I sponsored a, it's called, uh, the, uh, if you go to, uh, trumpmarch.com, we're doing all these rallies across the country. I, tomorrow I'm in, uh, Atlanta, I mean, uh, Georgia. I'm not sure what town. And then, uh, we're going to be there for the president's rally on, uh, Georgia on Saturday. And then we're going all the way up to, um, Iowa, Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. And we're just getting the word out of this election fraud 
let everybody know that this is, you know, Donald Trump is going to be our president for the next four years. I mean, this, I talked to Sidney Powell the other day. It's absolutely. I guess he did see that quote here. I'm 100%. He's 100%. I talked to Lynn Wood. He's 100%. Once the public sees this, even the Democrats will say, well, we tried. All right, so every, everybody can find out. There's an unbelievable map on the webpage. So write it down right now. This is trumpmarch.com, trumpmarch.com. If you're anywhere near one of these dozens of sites, you've got to be there because, Mike, let, let's be honest here. I, I, I don't, I don't, you know, hide from the truth. We are here. I agreed to do this national radio show almost two years ago now because I was told we're in a culture war and we've got to fight for the truth. A lot of people People are worried. In the last month, a lot of people have been worried. What is it about what you've heard and what you've witnessed as you travel the country that gives you the surety that Donald Trump will get a second term and that this election will be overturned in his favor? Well, but I, what I've seen and what I know, when I talked to Sydney the other day, it was about three or four days ago. I went very much into the well and asked her a lot of questions of what she actually had because I'm a numbers guy. I looked at I looked at hundreds of numbers every day for deviation. I looked at numbers across six different states and it's impossible. So but that doesn't prove just because you got impossibilities is an actual proof. She uh, they got a Dominion machine the other day. Um, everything that she here's what's gonna happen. Here's what I believe is gonna happen. They're gonna pull down Pennsylvania because they not only uh, did fraud there, but it was against our Constitution what they did. So I believe the Supreme Court's going to pull down Pennsylvania. I believe Georgia is so corrupt that Georgia easily going to pull that one down and Nevada. Now, if you pull those three states, what will happen then is that Biden's below 270, and then on December 14th, the electors vote. 26 of them are Republican, 22 are Democrat, and then you have two split states. Uh, the reason I'm 100%, a lot of that was... Um, Talking to Sydney and Lynn at two different times. By the way, Mike, I wonder if Mike Lindell is going to run for president sometime. Uh, I hope not. He's going to run in 2024. <laughs> and she told me. He's almost she, done, by the way. She told me. She said, I said, because I put money into the defense fund. I put a lot of money in there to get to get these Dominion machines and actually get open them up. They got a couple of them a few days ago. But that, she said, is, I said, well, what if we don't get those? She goes, Mike, this is, this is so important for the rest. This is biblically important. This is the most important couple weeks of our life or a week of our lives. And, and she said, even if we don't get them, we have enough evidence, which would have took 90% of all felons to prison in our country. We have like triple that evidence. But this is, to get this, it's icing on the cake. It's icing on the cake and, I am so confident. If you'd asked me two weeks ago, I'm going, what just happened? How are we going to prove what, what happened to this, uh, this, you know, he didn't get 80 million votes. Are you kidding? My friends in Minneapolis that live, I, you know, I spent a lot of time down in Minneapolis back in my bad days. And I talked back to when my he was smoking there, crack and they know the whole <laughs> neighborhoods. None of them voted for, um, for Biden. They both either voted for Trump or they didn't vote. They had their businesses burned down and stuff. And just in Minnesota, they stole 270,000 votes in Minnesota. We actually won Minnesota by 65,000 votes. If you look at all the other states where they didn't do fraud, those states like, look what happened to Iowa, one by seven, Florida, one by five. These states, they didn't do the fraud. It's such a mixed match. 
What do you think that, uh, or you have two counties side by side in Wisconsin. In 2016, they both voted 70% for Trump. Now one votes 75 and one votes 50. It's just crazy. It's horrible. They had 200 and some thousand votes come into Arizona with just Biden on the ticket and no down ticket. It's never happened before in history. But they have witnesses and everything. We just got to get it before the. Um, and I, if I was, if I lived in Georgia, um, I'll tell you what. This is it. When we, when you vote for them two senators too, we all know that's the most important thing too. I mean, and it's good that it's good that they're catching all this corruption because their plan was to steal those two tendencies too. That the machines would have stole them too. And, um, and there he goes. That was Mike Lindell on uh, Sebastian. Uh, I think this is Sebastian Gorka, if I re- if I recall. Uh, okay, that guy. Yeah, you remember that guy? I know who he is. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot all about him. But so, you know, at first when you said you had this interview, I almost thought it was from before the election. But he's talking about how things are right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's a shame. It really is. Pretty interesting. And we will find out what's going to happen pretty soon here in regards yeah, what do you, to what do you the election think, here. Well, I think they have already decided who the president is going to be. I think so, too. Yeah, I don't think this is going to get past anything, really. Uh, I, I, I hate to say it, but – and I sincerely hope I'm proven wrong. I do. And a, a lot of my friends who have said the same thing who are Trump supporters that like, oh, don't worry. you know They're going to prove it. They're going to prove it. They're going to release the Kraken, says uh, Sidney Powell. But the way things are going with the, the Democratic Party, they're – in my opinion, they are a bunch of uh, socialist Nazis. And the way they're doing this with the propaganda media on their side, I sincerely – I sincerely think this uh, we've lost, and I, I think, think we've might, lost. Yeah, I think it just might be over. I think we've lost because of not only because the Republicans are, aren't fighters like the like the Democrats, and in addition to that, it, it as as I've said, the fraud is rampant. It's it's everywhere. It's right out in the open. Um, it's like they don't even care anymore. You know, they ah, the lies upon lies upon hypocrisy. I just can't take it. I'm I'm so disgusted by the very politics of our own country. It makes me sick. And what if Donald Trump gets his chance in 2024? Would you vote for him then? What do you think? I would say, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. You would vote for uh, Trump over Hunter Biden? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, let's face it, Michael. The guy, he's not... An, a politician, and that's what people want. It. This is the perfect example to show how corrupt politicians are, whether they're left or right. They all got some stupid crap up their ass that that makes them crooked. And this is the first guy, President Donald Trump, whoever came into office and basically took the board, the the, the playing board, and threw all the pieces up in the air. And said, you know, let's do this the right way. And that's what people want. That's what true Americans want. Not the left who, who wants this change and the new green deal and all that garbage. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to see things done right with, with the ecology of the world too, particularly, particularly in our country. And I do my best. But at the same time, don't tell me you're going to close down the coal mines because how are you going to get, how are you going to get your electric without coal? You know, how are we going to continue to, to keep things running without gasoline? What, we're going to just shut down planes, uh, you know, no cars, everybody's going to take a bus? Are you serious? It just don't work that way. We're going to rollerblade everywhere. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's so pathetic. Like they're, they're living in a fantasy land. And uh, Mike, with that said, we do have another caller. Let's take that call. Um, caller, you are live on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Mike. Mike, this is Dana. How y'all doing tonight? Dana. Hello, Dana. Thanks for calling. Hello, hello. Absolutely. Anyone missed half the show? So I was talking to a coworker, a former coworker of mine, trying to get her recruited to come work at the, the place where I work because people are just dumb as dirt some days. Dumb as dirt. <laughs> but well, anyway, so wow. Yeah, what's so on your mind, Dana? Some, well, we're just living through some crazy times, you guys. I mean, I've been listening to you for a while, Mike, and shit, what the hell? Can you believe doing, it, though, man? Dana? You've been here since the beginning. I know you've been here yeah. with us since the start. Uh, you remember when yeah. I was talking about mandated vaccines and IDs and all that shit, and yeah. uh, people were saying, "Oh, he's fear mongering," and, and of course, all he's these things are. Right. And now all these things have come to fruition. We see it with Ticketmaster. We see it with the airlines now. Oh, the Ticketmaster. And then fucking right. Maynard with Joe and Joe Rogan. He was all, yeah, I had the vid oh and new, new, Z, new, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, fucking. Yeah, fucking. Uh, new, yeah, he was in like, Maynard and their fucking band. And I was like, holy shit. Shit. Yeah, they were fucking. Up. They had COVID. He and he's all telling him, like, ah, what the <laughs> hell? Made oh her my too. God. So yeah, the whole thing is just like, okay, there's a bigger story here. But I'm gonna do a quick rap. I'm gonna do. Oh, a you're, quick gonna, rap. you're gonna rap for I'm us. I'll say my piece. Oh my! Yes. Another musical performance. It's, it's like, we are so lucky here. Absolutely. Hang, hang on a second. Hold on. Time out. Dana, are you saying Maynard? When you say Maynard, who are you talking about? James Keenan. Oh, okay. Thank you. I just want to make sure. I thought you were talking about the guy from Tool. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Oh, so Maynard from Perfect Circle, from Tool. From to yeah, he was in uh, New Zealand and they were doing a performance and he's like, yeah, I kind of shut the whole thing down. And I was like, you motherfucker. I was like, oh, okay. So is this something bigger than we even, I don't know. My brain goes a million miles a minute. But anywho. So I'm just going to do a little little brief rap oh my. just to kind of sum up what I think. Wait a minute, wait a minute, on. wait a minute, Dana, Dana, I have to stop you there. I, I must ask you this question before we uh, let you rap here. I know you are down with the entertainment news and you've been following along with all the, mm -mm. you know, rest. Oh, oh no. Not really. Know, not at all. That was a, a snippet, but some, some stuff I follow. Yeah, you, it, yeah but it you. crosses my feed, but right. you know, the algorithms, they're all shit now. Right. But, you know, you, you kind of keep on track of all the latest developments with everything going on, correct? Yes. And Dana, I think so. Right. And I believe the last time we had talked, well, the last several times we talked, you sort of disclosed that you were like a lesbian, correct? Um, well, I have a son, two sons. You have a son. Okay. Um, is he a lesbian? Is he a lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> he does have a girlfriend. Yes. And they've been, and here's the cute part is that she's Howley as heck, which Howley means white girl. And, and she speaks fluent Japanese. And my son is, uh, Japanese and Irish. And wow. he doesn't speak a lick of freaking Japanese and, and they're so cute because she went on stage and they did this whole new thing at Castro Valley High. Anyway, long story short, they are still dating and they're dealing with nice. the COVID together. And oh he was supposed to, I've been, my kids are my world. Well, and, Dina, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I accused you of being a lesbian. There was another woman actually who was a listener of the show who was actually rapping, who was 
and is a lesbian. So I'm sorry to confuse you there. Well, no, no. I mean, I'm date. I've been with my best friend now recently, but there's always a story behind it. So I wouldn't say I'm. 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 I fell in love with my best friend. So, and she happens to be a she woman. A so I wouldn't say I'm a lesbian, but is I she have. A lesbian? I have a. <laughs> I have two sons that are my world, and uh, we both support them as best we can. Yeah. Understood. Understood. They know any yeah, lesbians? So. That's a great question. Huh? <laughs> What's that? Uh, Mike was asking. Wait, if, what was? Right. <laughs> Mike was asking if they know any lesbians. <laughs> Do they know any lesbians? Right. I don't know. They're in Oregon, just trying to put up with the bullshit from the governor right <laughs> oh, now. <my laughs> There's plenty of Telling lesbians me about out there. Humboldt County. Fuck you. <laughs> My goodness. Yes, lots of lesbians there. No, no my kids are telling me all kinds of shit about Oregon. But anyway. Yes, go ahead. Lesbians. Okay. Let it drop. Let's be honest. Is this survivable of the city? Stepping on the backs of the poor to get rich while people still scour the streets for food? It's it all miss. It's sad to embark on these thoughts and reminisce. Sometimes I think this whole world is up in a bliss. I know love has got to be in the air. Trying to squeeze through the technological waves in our atmosphere. There's more p- p- money and porn on the web than programs for our children to be fed. Everything's becoming tainted and corrupt. The bottom line is money. Nobody gives a fuck. Could this be true? Hope we get through hard times. We'll break the rules for what family can be happy if they can't buy food. Is this a Bible of the fittest? Is this a Bible of the fittest? Anyway. Well, yeah. I, well, I felt that. That was that was fantastic. I felt it in my soul. It was a good one. Thank you. Yes, well done. I wrote that a while ago. But I just, yes. you know, there's a lot of things going on that I've just seen. And I'm so glad I taught my, my children, you know, how to be self-sustainable. I'm glad you are out there teaching the children, your children, all the valuable lessons in life, and it seems like you are a great mother and a great friend to them. And uh, yes, I'm glad you called in here tonight. It's been a lovely night, I must say. And yes, Lilith says, thank you, Jesus. I agree. <laughs> All right, you guys. Good night. Thank you, Mike. All right, good night. Mike. Thanks for that. Love that. Have a good night. Thanks for calling. Yes, thank you. Hey, Mahalo. And there she goes. That was Dina. Not a lesbian. Not a lesbian, just hangs out with lesbians. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yes, wow indeed. That was fun. I, I enjoyed that call. Did you enjoy that, Mike? That was fun, right? We got to oh, hear was, some rap. That was, that was fantastic. Random. Love that. It, it's always fun when we have these, like, improv musical performances out of nowhere. Uh, just last time I was interviewing... Michael Horn, just last week, Mike, and he brought out his acoustic guitar and started singing. Oh, that's awesome. Just like that, Mike, he just went for it. Who's Michael Horn? Yeah, Mike Horn, the media representative for Billy Meyer. You actually had talked to him uh, ah. months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, aliens, Mike. I'm bad, I'm bad with names, Michael. You have to forgive me. I'm well, very bad with Well, names. Mike, in, in your own defense, I mean, it's about alien abductions, you know. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Okay. Okay. Not exactly and your on, forte. On top of that, I'm I'm an old man and I, <laughs> I have dementia and Alzheimer's. So, yes, you ha- you've been uh, smoking too much crack. Too much crack. It's been the crack smoking, right? Uh, if only. Yeah, but hey. you should have saw the look my father gave me though when I was like, uh, "Smoking crack is better than snorting it." 
<laughs> I can't believe you even didn't know that. I really didn't. I'm not lying. Wow. I'm really surprised because like most people know. I didn't know. I was Except you. I'm, I'm an idiot. <laughs> crack is highly addictive. I just thought, you know, snorting cocaine. I just thought right there, you know, that's doesn't get any better. But apparently, you know, smoking crack way better. That's wow. Far. I thought I wouldn't know. I'm not, I don't do that. So, you know, you know it, it's like back in the in the uh, late 70s, early 80s, there was some jerk out there that said, you know, Coke is addicting, but let's make something that's even more addicting. That's even more. Yeah, that's even more kick ass and cheaper and yep. could get the job done. And then that's get all the crack. Yeah. Good God. Yes, sir. And then in the 80s, that's when it was like really good, right? Well, I mean, it's not really a question of whether it was good or not. I mean, it's still good today. But not as pure, on. right? It can't be. Uh, no, it depends. I mean, I've known I've known people in the past. That you know people in, in, in Panama that got that good stuff? Not in Got that white girl ready <laughs> to go? That's Costa Rica, my friend. Oh, yes, right. <laughs> Wait, am I right? Costa, yeah, Costa Rica and Colombia. Colombia, right. Um, but anywho, uh, they, uh, you know, it, it all depends on the cook on who's making it. Uh, and how they make it. I believe it's made with baking soda. Um, yeah, they cut it with that. They, yeah. And and when it's made into a solid uh, rock to be smoked, um, as I said, I, I believe it's it's used with baking soda. And it, it's just, oh, this, this rush, as soon as you take it, it's like you, you hear this tingling in your head. It, it, it's like all the your hearing just goes into like a, a reverbitation, if that's even a word. Interesting. My God, we learn everything here. We we learn about smoking crack and voter fraud. <laughs> I mean, it's been a hell of a show. We had a musical performance. Oh. I mean, we are winding down here, Mike. And, you know, I thought this would be the great time to talk about something that affects both men and women in this world. And I know we have talked about this a time or two, especially with COVID and the fact that we have these stay-at-home orders now and we talked about skyrocketing domestic violence cases, and we both laughed and joked about dodging the proverbial bullets uh, or counting our lucky stars, not having to have been sequestered at home with an absolute succubus. <laughs> and Mike, earlier this year, I had read about the rapper and producer, Dr. Dre, who got a divorce. And uh, yes, yes. And Mike, you know, the wife, Nicole Young, she wanted that money. But the judge denied Young's request for $1.5 million to pay for her everyday needs, including security. And oh, he what, a, what a shock. And he rejected it, though. He said, nope, not going to happen. So he's paying her. No, he won. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the, the judge reportedly shut down the request. Go ahead, go ahead. Jump do in they there. have kids? They do, I believe. And Mike. Well, you know what? I'm, then he's a judge. Yes, jerk. I'm getting there. And. <laughs> I love the fact that you brought that up because yes, we are going to talk about that in a moment here. But yes, I do. You, first of all, do you believe in alimony? First of all, the, the practice, the whole concept. Uh, let's all right. Let, let me break it down, please. Yeah, let me specify what I believe. Okay. If you have children, then by all means, I believe it's a, a, a both both parents' responsibility to care for those children and that money. Let me be very specific. That money should go into a trust fund for the children, and it can, should only be used for the children. Because sometimes I've known, I've got stories that friends have told me from, from their divorces. They pay the wife, 
and the wife uses the money to get other things. Right, and, right, right. And once she starts dating and is in a special relationship with some other guy and or lives with that other guy, that's when the alimony should cut off. Um, in addition to the fact that once a kid reaches 18 or 21, whatever it is, they you know either fend for themselves. And if the, the wife gets remarried, that uh, the responsibility is hers. But um, I don't believe I, – I, I firmly believe in um, – what do they call them? Uh, pre-nuptial pre-nup. agreements. Right, right. Uh, because frankly, I'm sorry. I, I don't think that if a guy works for something or a woman works for something all their lives and makes a, a, a success for themselves – then how does that automatically become part of your significant others? Exactly. You know, and, 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 and before I finish mm-hmm. that, before I finish Sorry, that, I want you to know one thing. Based on what I just said about having made money, good money, just want to throw this in there. And this sort of doesn't really have too much to do with the conversation, but think about it. If the, if, if these people who go get into office talk about di- redistributing, redistrib, redistributing you got it. wealth, that means that all these people who are trying to work hard to make money, it's not going to make a goddamn different anyway. So there you go. I just wanted to put that out there. Yes. And remember, that also happened with uh, our dearly beloved Kobe Bryant who passed away. The wife had filed a divorce as well. Oh, he was in a divorce? She wanted that. She she thought she was entitled to that money. You know, she thought she was on the court shooting from that three-point line. Yeah, I you know, love she that. Th- yeah, she thought she was out there and... You know, I have to ask, why the hell would she need security, by the way? Now, going back to Dr. Dre's wife, why would she need security? Ugh. Is she that important? No. <laughs> no she would... married him, not the other way yeah, around. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's not like, he, you know, he look, wasn't looking around going, oh, I need a woman to take care of me and uh, I'll pay you. I mean, come on. Come on. I just come don't understand. Come on, man. I just don't understand why she felt so entitled to that money. Uh, Dr. Dre's money. Was she making the beats, by the way? Was she producing an album for Eminem? What was going on? What, what's her name again? What's her name? Nicole something? Yeah, I think her name was, uh, Nicole, was it Nicole Young? Young? Oh, look it up. Yeah, Nicole Young. That's what it is. That's her name. Nicole Young. Who she looks like. Yeah, pull, while, while you pull that up, uh, you did mention a kid and. Yes. 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 Now, Mike, and- not only does he have to deal with that mess, he also has to deal with an upset daughter who claims that she doesn't even know her old man. Doesn't even know her old man's uh, cell number. And she is uh, 37 years old, I believe, Mike. Latanya La Young. Tanya Young. Latanya. <laughs> Latanya. Um, I so, like that. so what you're saying to me right now is that Dre is a loser father. Well, she's claiming that. Perhaps she's not exaggerating. She said she just wanted closure with her old man, spent some time with him. So they obviously didn't have the best relationship, as you can imagine. Yeah, well, you know, so many of these well-paid artists, you want to call a rap star an artist? Um, Oy vey. Who, who, huh? Oy vey. Yeah. Well, yes. you know how I feel about rap. I'm not a fan. I know. Um, I don't even think it's music. I'm not uh, really much of a fan either these days. But anyway, my point is for a person who has a lot of money, it's it makes me sort of sick when, when the significant other comes into their life, especially if they're already successful and thinks that they're entitled to this huge, like this huge amount of money, it, it, you know, in a divorce, just it's sickening. Are you glad you didn't get married again and have kids, Mike? Let me be very specific. I'm not, I'm glad I didn't get married to the succubus. I'm, I'm right. 
I would love to meet the right woman. I would love to be happy and not die alone. But, uh, you know, what, what am I supposed to do? Go on it like a dating site and like look for a girl or a woman, you know, hi, you know, my favorite color is black. I'm <laughs> Satanist. Um, I paint rocks. I, I, I collect painted rocks that sit in my driveway. Uh, I'm a hardcore, a hater of politics. Uh, you know, what am I supposed to do? I, I, I couldn't date if I tried. I really couldn't. And, and I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really, I'm at a loss here. You're over it, in other words. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm coming to the conclusion, or shall I say, I'm, I'm beginning to accept the fact that I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up dying alone. Oh, they. You really think not you're going to end up dying alone, Mike? Well, not by choice. I mean, I, I, like I said, I'd like to find somebody that I could be happy with, but you know, like I just, I, <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> Not even close. Sorry, I had to do it. Yeah, but not even close. It's not that sad of a story. Not that sad. Okay. I'm just I'm tired of of seeing the the the, the crazies out there who um the entitlement and and the, the selfies uh you know me 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 just over it man. You're not you know? with the American culture, in other words. No, the, no, I'm not. The yeah, I see. As a matter of fact, uh. I will be leaving Facebook as soon as I get my new um, my new uh, social media site up on Poller. I'm, I'm through with You're Facebook. done with Facebook. I am done with Facebook. You're getting rid of Mark Zuckerberg. Absolutely. Mark Mother Zucker. Right. And, of course, Jess Maria or Maria, I don't know what she wants to go by, but she says in the chat, Michael just wanted to say the Lady Melissa from the Voter Fraud Testimony, I don't think she's on anything I lived in Michigan near Detroit. And that is how those strong women act and sound. And she goes on to say, my BFF, that's best friend forever, is also from Michigan. And she acts and sounds just like that lady. I LOL because it reminded me of those days in Michigan. They are hardcore. I believe every word she said to be truth. And uh, Mike, when I originally saw this message and I didn't see the BFF thing, I thought it just said her boyfriend. And I just read her boyfriend also is from Michigan and, and she acts and sounds just like a lady. I thought she was referring to a boyfriend that sounded and acted like a lady. A lesbian. Yeah. I'm like, well, this is kind of odd. I'm like, your boyfriend sounds like a lady. <laughs> it's my fault for reading it wrong, but you know. He's a, he's a boof. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fifi man. He's a feet man? Uh, a fifi man. A fifi man. Yes. That's a slang term for, you know, being limp wristed. Yes. Oh, oh, as they say in Italian, uh, oh crap, how do they say Don't it? say the, don't say the, the other one, the bad the one that word? we, well, yes, the one that we say off air. <laughs> the, <laughs> the half of, you know what? <laughs> well, in Italian, I think they call, they say fagola. Half a fagola. <laughs> that's what I think they say in Italian. That, that's, that's He's half I mean. a fagola. A fagola, yeah. Right. <laughs> you said it on me. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, that's what I, I've heard it in Italian. We, you heard it said, yes. We, we heard these clear. things. I have nothing against gay people. Yes. Nothing. These are just things we hear. I, I don't, my words don't hurt me. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not a wimp. Love so, that. And by the that way, word bothers you, get over it. <laughs> yes. Go back to your safe space, no doubt. Uh, so Mike, um, I received an email just uh, recently. I think about 20 minutes ago, I received this. This is from, uh, Brent from Wilmington. Now that's a place you don't really hear much about, Mike. I really, I really like that. I think I know who this person is. What, what's he say? 
You know Brent from Will? I I know the name mm. Brent, and I know William William William. What is it? Wilmington. Wilmington. I almost want to say that this is this person is uh, somebody who's bought uh, things through my hideous website, but I could be wrong. Who knows? Yeah, well, I'm not sure exactly if I've seen this email before, but Brent is chiming in with, "Hey, Michael, longtime fan, and I'll prove it." Holy shit, Mike! Uh-oh. I always, you know, yeah. When I see that, I just you get a, a cold chill down my back, you know, like in real time. I'm like, fuck. The fuck does this mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I have goosebumps right now. Okay. So go he on, says, on, I'm dying here. right. So he says, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what this means, Mike. But yes, uh, he says, tell the story about the time your supervisor's husband wanted to beat you up because he thought you were the Michael she was texting. And, um, he's referring to you, right? Yeah. And yeah, this guy knows the backstory too. Um, sure, Brenna, I'll tell that story. And yeah, you proved it all right. You have been around a long ass time, uh, to know about that. And that does mean a lot to me though. Wow. I, that took me back, Mike, that story. And I will have to tell that story now. All right. Let's hear it. Have you ever heard of this? No. Never heard that before. I don't huh? think so. Maybe, maybe it might refresh my memory when you, when you say it. Oh, shit. All right. Well. <laughs> Brent and Mike, I'm not sure if um, you're ready for this, but here we go. Um, Mike, in particular, this story, uh, I believe I told back in like 2014 or 2015. Okay. And I got caught up in a case of mistaken identity. Good times. And Mike, I showed up to work early that day. And the moment I got out of my ride, Mike, I knew there was something off. I knew there was something off. As I walked inside the building, I made some small chit-chat with a couple of idiot coworkers that I don't really talk to. And, you know, I remembered I forgot something back in the car. So I went back and Mike, that feeling was still there. And you know, that feeling you get when someone is like staring at you. Yeah. Well, I got that feeling. Hmm. It was, it was a a lesbian. It was a, yes, it was a lesbian, but yes, (laughs) I, I felt something odd. You know, I knew somebody was staring at me. I had that feeling. So I looked over and sure enough, Mike, sure enough, I saw some guy getting out of his car and start walking towards uh, the building. And, you know, I didn't really think anything of it. I got what I needed. And as I headed back, the guy is now standing near the side of the door. And he goes, have you been texting my wife? Whoa. (laughs) Dude, I stopped dead in my tracks. And I said, your wife? Which one? (laughs) He goes, he goes, your supervisor. I, I said, no. And Mike, I have to paint the picture the proper way. At, at this point, this was a new supervisor, by the way. And I didn't even get a chance to even meet the new supervisor. I had been sick. And also, for those that don't know, there's like this building, right? And usually at my old work, and this was an, a gig that lasted very long, um, I was sick for a while and I had not been in the office for a long ass time for like months because I was uh, at a post in a very, very remote location far away. So, you know, I've, I haven't even been there in months and I could tell this guy was super pissed, Mike. Uh, I could see the anger in his eyes. And in my mind, I thought, great, I'm going to have to fight this guy. But I could also tell something else was floating around. He got really emotional because he started to shout at me, don't lie to me. So when someone shouts at, at you, don't lie to me, you you've, pretty much you know they're emotional, right? Sure. Yeah, so as soon as he sent that, I lost the fire right there at that point. I, I felt kind of bad for him. 
I realized he wasn't going to actually fight me. He was just a man with his world crumbling around him. It was very hard. And Mike, I have to backtrack again and say, this was a new supervisor and there was another uh, co-worker of mine that I've never met. I haven't met the new supervisor or any of the new staff that was even there. These are all new people. So apparently what was going down, Mike, um, she was having an affair with this uh, new guy. And so he found out and he saw the name. And for some reason in his mind, he thought I was the guy. But he, he did. Well, he was kind of right. I am Michael, but not the right Michael. But yes, I later learned, Mike, that this guy was trouble, although I felt pretty comfortable squaring up against him. I later learned that this is a guy that was carrying a gun in his car. Oh, snap. Yes. So at that point, I'm thinking, thank God I didn't overreact or get emotional or say anything to this guy because this this dude was rolling around with a gun in his car. Was this in California? Yeah. This was back back 2014, 2015. Uh, Like, was it a handgun? Was it a rifle? Oh, I don't I, I don't know. I couldn't the say. I, uh, the reason I ask is because you guys have strict gun laws out there, don't you? We do. We do. But again, Mike, thankfully nothing happened. He just walked back to his car and I walked back inside and told the supervisor, hi, I'm Michael and your husband wanted to fight me. <laughs> that was the first thing I told her. Hi, nice to meet you. Yeah. I'm like, tried to shoot me. I said, hi, I'm Michael. Um, Your husband just tried to, you know, he just tried to fight me, probably kill me. So how did you know that he had a weapon? I was later told because I found out the the 411 on this guy. Oh, so it was way after the fact. And thank God I didn't, I didn't get into any kind of altercation with this guy because this guy was emotional. He probably would have killed me. Well, mm -hmm. you know, I, I gotta say, even in a circumstance where your wife or husband is cheating on you, I don't think it's worth it to take out a weapon and, 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 it's Kill. not, it's not, but some guys it's out not. there, man, they're just overly emotional and they're willing to do dumb and, shit. And that's my point. That's wrong. That's wrong. You know, and not to interrupt your, your story, but just real quick, when I went through this whole, um, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, restraining order with my ex, she told, she told the police that she was in fear of her life. Oh boy. Because I own firearms. And, and, you know, I, I thought to myself, like, I would, I would never be so stupid as to, as to shoot an ex, uh, uh, lover, you know, and, and ruin my life just for some stupid, empty headed bimbo. Um, but you're right. Yeah. Some people do take it to the next level, but, uh, geez, wow. Yeah. They take it to the next level. All right. Some people are just super emotional, Mike. And this guy, he was one of them. It's too bad. So I'm just counting my lucky stars that nothing did happen. Uh, nothing wild happened, rather. Is that your phone or mine? I believe that's here. We have the landline ring in the background. It uh, reminds me of old school times. I wasn't sure if you actually hear that through um, the mic, but you can. Yeah, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I don't even know who's calling. It's not for me, that's for sure. It sounds like it's... <laughs> that <some> guy. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a stalker guy. Ugh. <laughs> I think they stopped calling. Oh, yeah, they did. So, yes, I apologize for those that heard that in the background. I don't know who that was, but they got the picture. I'm not going to pick up. Hmm. But, yes, Mike, she apologized profusely and begged that I didn't mention it to anybody. Wow. Yeah, so I told her it wasn't any of my business, uh, business and I told her, who's Michael, by the way? And then, oh, yeah, the other thing, right? <laughs> yes, and that's when I learned about the affair and... Yeah, you know, and the rest is history. 
that's too bad. Yeah, so fast forward to some years now, she ended up leaving that, that place. And of course, she ended up getting a divorce from that guy. You think? It's a happy ending, Mike. Yeah. Mm. No clue whatever happened to that guy, though. I'm not sure um, if he's free, maybe behind bars. He was a very emotional man. So most of the time, those people end up in prison. In some cases, or end up hurting themselves. Um, I think, uh, you know, it's hard when it, when you're a passion. I'm a passionate person when it comes to, you know, a, a relationship. I really, I get really passionate about things. Yeah, but and you're not going to go all Lorena Bobbitt on some, some no, woman. No, 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 no. See, that, that's what I was saying before. I would never ruin my life. Chop her, trying chop her clitoris kill. off <laughs> like a Muslim. <laughs> sorry. I'm getting out of control. I need to calm down. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, I got to ask you this question. Uh, I, I know it's off subject, but I got to ask you this question. You have apparently heard about how they are uh, keeping churches, uh, Roman Catholic, Christian churches and synagogues uh, from the worshipers that would go there. You've heard that, right? Right. Under the okay. pretenses of a strip club. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. um, have you heard anything about mosques? No, I actually. Good question. No. All I hear about are churches and synagogues. I haven't heard one word about mosques. No, I haven't heard anything, actually. Interesting, huh? That is kind of unusual. I'm curious to know if they themselves, the, the, the Muslims who worship, are going to the mosques uh, and doing what they do, which is usually plotting terrorist attacks, um, and whether or not they are being restricted as well. It's a fair question. I think so. Hopefully someone can chime in. By the way, in the uh, chat, David B said, Mike, will you be doing a 2021 death pool this coming year? And the answer is, of course. Of course. Of course. We love celebrity death pool here. <laughs> Why wouldn't we? I want to get in on that. Have you? Oh, you've never been a part of that, have you? I've never done that before. Oh, my know. goodness, Mike. I'm so sorry. I feel As like a very bad human being for not including you during well, the very prestigious... Celebrity death pool segment here. It's quite the tradition. I remember having you explain it to me because I was a little in the dark. I didn't quite understand what it was, but I remember you told me. And uh, yeah, so I'm kind of curious on how it's going to work out this this uh, coming year. It's very crazy. Everything is coming to fruition. Things are going uh, haywire. We have China out there doing human testing to create biologically enhanced super soldiers. That's going on. We have a uh, fake meat being distributed now, Mike. I'm not sure if you saw that, but all kinds of um, crazy stories are going on around the world. And um, 2021 looks pretty goddamn amazing. In are you serious? In the when worst you say ways. That? Like, in the when you say it, yeah, but in, when you in say all it the looks worst. Amazing. Yes, Mike, it is amazing. But are you being sarcastic? Or are you really serious? No, I'm being very serious. Okay, but for I, all the I, but for all the wrong reasons, though. See, I, I disagree with you. I think we are headed for shit. I really do. Um, uh, especially with if, if, again, if Biden does take the White House, I sincerely believe 2021 is going to be a miserable year. But you have front uh, row seats, though, to the end times, Mike. That's what we're here to celebrate. Well, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, what could you do, Mike? Just uh, sit back, laugh, and enjoy the shit show. 
Well, that, I don't want to. That's the thing. I want life to get back to normal. I want to be able to, uh, you know, work during, you know, the the, the summer months and, sure, and sure. make money. And I want to be able to go out and walk into a store without putting that goddamn mask, that, that godforsaken mask on my face. I can't tell you how many times I get out of my car and I forget it. And I'm like, God damn you gotta it, go man, back. I gotta go back to yeah. my freaking car. <laughs> Well, it's not really that big of a deal for me personally because I'm out here in California, so you kind of are already. We were already required to, to uh, obey these laws. Right. So, you know, I'm not I'm left with no choice. And like I said before, I I I I I I put it on. I put it on reluctantly, but I put it on. Right. It's never good though. I I don't like wearing a mask either, Mike. Yeah, you so know, comfortable. I'm, I'm, I just don't want to be told that I have to wear it outside. Because I, I simply don't believe that I'm in danger outside. I really don't. You're probably not really that much in danger outside, Mike. In fact, Michael, I'm not in that much danger danger outside in the area that I live in. As I have well, said that too. Yeah. times, I'm in a rural area. Who's going to give me the, the CCP virus? A, a deer? A, a possum? Maybe a dog. A wild dog, a, Mike. A, a wild dog. That would be a <laughs> Those are your only chances. Our, our wild dogs are coyote, um, which you have out there too. I would. Yeah, we have them out here. Yeah, for sure. And by the way, just to wrap up the whole um, supervisor uh, bit here, I, I just wanted to quickly mention th- this that this story was like a, a warning for you younger men out there and women. Sometimes you could end up being at the right place at the wrong time, and uh, don't dip your pen in the company ink. That's for sure. Mm, is that? A sexual reference? It sure is. And I always say this for the <laughs> the younger men out there and women who do listen to the show. Don't hook up with your coworkers, whatever you do. That's right. Don't That's befriend them. Yeah, don't befriend them. Don't do any of these things. Those are the rules you should live by already. And if you don't right. do them already, start doing that now. And that's for the, the younger men and women out there. Tony Soprano said, don't shit where you eat. That too. Those are very wise words, Mike. And... Uh, Mike, as we wind down here, I mean, we only have a, a couple more bits to do here before we wrap it up. All right, then. I mean, it, this the, the time uh, rolled on through. Indeed it has. As always, this show goes quick when we're on and we're talking about stuff and having fun. That's right. And we're going to have some more fun listening to this. And strike 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 until you have victory for every enemy that is aligned against you. Let there be She's back, that we Mike. strike the ground uh-huh. for you will give us victory, God. I hear a sound of abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of shouting and singing. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear oh. a sound of victory. She doesn't stop. I hear oh. a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. Oh. The Lord says it is done. The Lord, the Lord. says it is done. The Lord says it is the done. Lord, For yes. I hear victory, victory, she hears victory, 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 victory. In the corners of heaven, victory, Michael. victory, 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 victory. Holy angels hell. are being released right now. Angels are being dispatched right now. Angels are being dispatched right now. 
Her angels have even been dispatched from Africa right now. Africa right now. Africa right now. From Africa right now. They're coming here. They're coming here. In the name of Jesus from South America. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. From Africa. From South America. Angelic forces. Angelic reinforcement. Angelic reinforcement. Angelic reinforcement. I hear the sound of victory. 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 I think she's broken, by the way. I hear the sound of victory. She's rapping. She hears the sound of victory, I guess. Michael, you imagine. Laying in bed with her. Can you imagine? That's a nightmare. Oh my God! I would I would commit suicide. I would blow my head off with a shotgun. That's what I would do. You would smoke crack and uh, <laughs> maybe kill yourself. Oh no doubt. All I'd have to hear is I hear that sound of victory. I hear that sound of victory. What a freaking idiot! What was she saying there, Mike? Could you make any translation out of that? Those angels. Oh, Who are yeah. they? She was she was uh, she was uh, doing a Beatles album backwards. That was something else, my friend. I don't know what that lady was uh, smoking there, but it might have been crack cocaine. <laughs> it must. <laughs> smoking crack That'd there. Be, yeah, yeah. Oh, what a lunatic, honestly. Like, you know, it cracks me up when these, these religious people, they start doing these, these what they call uh, – um, it's, it, it's not speaking in tongues. They, what, they, what is it when they – they pretend they're speaking Arabic or, or uh, Latin, Aramaic right. or something. And they're, all they're doing is speaking gibberish. They don't know what the F they're saying. They are speaking nonsense. Exactly. And, and repeating herself. She's just a fast talking. She might as well be doing coke because she's a, she's just, oh, she's a cackling chicken. What do you think the over under is on that, on her cocaine use? You think it's up there? Do I think she uses cocaine? Is that In other words, asking? yes. I, I, I mean. Maybe at one time in her life, right? Maybe, but some people are just like that. They're high strung, uh, and they, they can talk at a level which is somewhat inhuman, at least in my, in my Whenever opinion. Whenever I go, God rules. When I walk on White House grounds, God walks on White House grounds. I had every right and authority to declare the White House as holy ground because I was standing there and where I stand is holy. Good Lord, Mike. <sighs> it, it hurts to listen to her, really. I know. I saved um, you. But Mike, I do, <laughs> yes. Mike, I do want to thank you tremendously for being a part of the program yet again. It's been an honor and pleasure to uh, conduct this fabulous program with you yet again. Absolutely. I had a blast as always. It was as fun as smoking crack. Well, maybe not as fun. Not yet. Not as good. <laughs> not as, yeah, not as euphoric. No, no. But I, we I will pretend crack. it was as good. I think crack kind of takes the, the, the cake here, so to speak. <laughs> crack is not whack. Crack is the bomb. It is the bomb. Smoke uh, crack every day, friends. And and mind you, we are not advocating the use of drugs on this program. We're just we saying it's simple. cool. That's all. It's all <laughs> drugs are, are cool. That's why they buy them. We are simply doing a show that includes humor. And if right. you don't know what it is, learn. Right. So, Mike, once again, thank you so much for being a part of the program. It's been very fun. Mike, do you have anything to uh, plug before we part ways here? Yes, I'd like to start off by saying F-U-F-B. And I'd also like to say that uh, I've got some new T-shirts 
that have been going up uh, on my website, which is MikeHideous.com. That's M-Y-K-E Hideous.com. Uh, there's all kinds of new stuff that are going that's going up. Um, uh, what else? Oh, um, I've got a new website for my artwork. There's no longer HorribleArtwork.com. It is a new website. It is called Spyman. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's start again. Spyman Photo and Art. SpyManPhotoAndArt.com. You can see my photographs and my artwork on the new site. I got a bunch of new pieces that are on the site, uh, what are, which are called uh, poor paintings. You can check them out uh, at the website I just gave you. And last but not least, if you'd like to catch me at uh, Facebook, you can reach me at Facebook.com slash Hideous. Mike, M-Y-K-E. And uh, as I said before, people, I will be leaving Facebook as soon as I can get a Poller uh, media uh, site set up. So I want to say thank you very much to Michael Deacon. I want to say thank you to the callers and the listeners. Uh, thank you, Tony, for calling in. It was nice to hear your voice. And uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Michael. Very nice. We will talk again on the other side, my friend. Stay safe. All right, brother. Have a good night. Talk to you Mahalo. soon. Mahalo. Good night. And there he goes, ladies and gentlemen, that was the one and only Mr. Mike Hideous. And yes, as we take it home tonight, and before I pull this, Larry Silverstein style, I do want to thank all of you for being a part of the program yet again. Loved all the lovely emails I received, and yes, the Evening Star, I really enjoyed your note as well. I see Max is in there, Zero, and Melissa, and the Earth Observer, Matt... And yes, I do see you too. Uh, K-Dub is in there. Really appreciate all of you. Lilith, appreciate all the mods. It's been a fun show yet again, and and I will be back. I do promise I, I will return very, very soon. And don't forget, if you do like this program and want to help fund the program, the best way to do that is by going to patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon. And yes, you will be hope, uh, you will be helping the show. I was going to say you will be hoping the show. But no, you will be helping the show. And yes, the other cider. Yes, he wants crack now. All that crack talk. Uh, the other cider, please uh, don't smoke crack. It's not good for you. We were only kidding. Don't smoke crack. And yes, you, you can get a hold of me during the program via Twitter at Michael Deacon. Send me a message there and I will do my res- my best to respond to you in real time. Yes, Max Cole, have a great night yourself and to all the lovely listeners out there. and. Special thanks to Max and all the callers. It's been a pretty fun night yet again. And uh, yes, I do want to thank everyone who did sign up already on Patreon. Very nice. International listeners out there, thank you so much for your support. I can't help but think, what is coming in the next, let's say, five months? Maybe something awesome. Maybe something terrible. Who knows? It's going to be pretty goddamn entertaining. I'm pretty sure will California sink into the ocean in 2021? Who knows? Will New York be hit by another terrorist attack in 2021? Who knows? Did Courtney Love kill or hire someone to kill Kurt Cobain? Who knows? The mind continues to race. I do want to thank everyone out there yet again, those of you who listen live on YouTube, and of course those who listen 
on the podcast remission on iTunes, Stitcher, Cast, Box, and yes, Spotify. We are out there. The Earth Observer says, oh, I have a job now so I can go. Yes, and yes, 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 yes. The Earth Observer, thank you so much. Stay safe, everyone, no matter where you are on this island Earth. I'm Michael Deacon, and with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night, everybody. This is just a final payback. They all flipped on me, took my passions, left me be. When I had a place to sit, a goddamn attitude to fit. Oh,